Many influencers succeed alone. Others decide to join forces. Twins Jonathan and Drew Scott are a perfect example of the latter. They rose to stardom fixing up homes in HGTV reality series like Property Brothers and Brother vs. Brother. Each week, 18 million people watch them in 160 countries. Another 10 million follow them on social media. They've capitalized with a line of home furnishings, a digital home design service, and soon a video game. They're here to talk about how to build a home and a brand and why they haven't driven each other crazy. Welcome to Influencers, I'm Andy Serwer. It's my pleasure to welcome the Property Brothers, Drew and Jonathan Scott. Great to see you guys, thanks Great for coming by. You. And Thank I was you. telling you before, I mean, this is amazing. I never get to interview somebody with the same name as me. I went by Andy when I was younger. So finally, it's not always about the Jonathan. I'm feeling a little left out here. That's okay, <laughs> we're just gonna, the two of us, the two yeah. Andys, the two Drews are gonna mostly talk here, Jonathan. Yeah. Okay. So, cool, no, we're, we'll, bring in. we'll bring you in, we'll bring you I'll be the hype man. So yeah. it's Drew and Jonathan, you guys are identical twins, born four minutes apart. Does that influence uh, it does. I mean, Who's decision older? Making. Essentially, I won the very first competition because twins are naturally competitive. I won. I was born first, and I've been playing catch up ever you since. Know, I like to feel I was sitting on his head for nine months in the womb. So who Ooh. really got the leg up or the cheek up? So. And then who's the handsome one? And who's Jonathan, the smarter one? You know, I had a bit of work done to yeah. look like him, but uh, <laughs> no, yeah, you know, it's it's funny grow, growing up because everyone treats you as twins growing up. Everyone treats you like you're one person a lot of times, which can be frustrating, but then I think we embrace that when we were young. We work so well together. That's why we, we do what we do together. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, you know, having that support and not driving each other crazy. So that's actually worked out for you to a huge advantage. Yeah. Well, well, when sometimes. people say family can't work together, we've been proving them wrong for, what, 33 years, because we started our very first business together at seven years old, and we were little entrepreneurs, and we've been doing things ever since, and we don't. Like, we have a no BS policy, and if something's bothering us, we get it out now so it doesn't work into something more than it needs to be, yeah. and it, it's worked for us. And we also laugh a lot. We find, oh, yeah. you know, we surround ourselves with people who really make it a joy to do what we do every day. Our team are amazing, and if we couldn't laugh every day, if we weren't doing something we were truly passionate about, we wouldn't be doing it. So you guys grew up in Canada, and you said that you started working when you were little kids, and I hear that from entrepreneurs who are successful. I mean, they weren't sitting on their guff, they were actually doing stuff, and your mom and dad or your dad got you involved with projects? Yeah, well, yeah. in the beginning, you know, our, our mom and dad had one philosophy. We couldn't just sit inside and play video games. We had to get outside and do something, whether it was playing sports or just um, whatever it was, creating some sort of an opportunity or something fun that... Let me tell you, passion. though, it was not just a seven-year-old little... Because we were making these craft hangers. We were at a, a, a church craft sale, and we saw these hangers. We're like, we could do that. So you weave nylon around a hanger, put a little rosette on it, and we would go door-to-door. And we met this woman who had a chain of American paraphernalia stores in Japan. She started buying them by the thousands. So at seven years old, we were we went global. global. <laughs> yeah. It was fun, but, but that, our parents always encouraged us, anything we were passionate about, go full after it. If somebody says you can't do something, find five ways to do it. And I think that's sort of a mindset from when we were little kids. And seeing how we could take something from nothing and grow it, it was really, really exciting for us. And then you got into renovating sort of at an early age as well from your parents, right? Yeah. Yeah, growing up on a ranch, you had to be handy. So, you know, you were shoveling the horse stalls and everything, building the barns, fences. Built our first house at 14 with my dad. And then um, it, we actually took that sort of inspiration when we were, I guess, 
18 and we thought you know we were actors and I'm a magician and we're like let's you know fund our creative efforts by investing in real estate so we read every book we could infomercials on making millions in real estate with no money down because we had no money at that time we were actually and still in high school 17 18 and so yeah. we yeah we, we got all this information on how to get into real estate with no money down and we we did at the time you could assume a mortgage without qualifying we did a vendor take back and Sold which I will caveat a lot of those infomercials 99% per, of it was all missing from yeah, yeah, garbage and marketing. But there was actually that one nugget that we got, and, and we bought our first house for only 250 bucks out of pocket. And the rest of it, we did vendor take-back financing for the, all the equity in the property. We literally walked in with $250, took it over two young guys, 18 years old, flipped it a year later for 50 grand profit. And that was the beginning. You also, as you said, though, Jonathan, had this interest and ability in acting, public performance, magic. So how important is that in your lives and careers? Oh, it's hugely important. I mean, it, our background too, we had a, a improv comedy sketch background. We did stand up and, and you'd think that's very niche to what that is, but in reality, in life, when we're in a meeting, when we're out doing public appearances with fans or whatever it might be, having that ability to just speak on the fly and make it fun and entertaining in our shows, you know, there, you know there's a basic sort of a script of, you know, we're doing a house tour or this is a reveal of a house, but all the little points in between, we can just fly with it and have fun and be in the moment with people. That has definitely helped shape our career and our brands to where it is today. But was there a moment where you decided, okay, we're not going to be actors or magicians and we're gonna do this other kind of business? Yeah, it, when we sold that very first house and we made the 50 grand profit, we were like, We'd never had that kind of money in hand. <laughs> Sorry, we Jonathan like, was ready to go to the club. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why don't we reinvest this? Yeah, and, and so that's when the light bulb went on. And, said and how old were you at that point? 18 years okay, old, yeah. Right, yeah. And so we thought right. there might be a business. So we flipped a few houses, and then friends started approaching us and saying, well, you guys are having success doing this. Would you renovate our properties? Or I went back to college for construction and design. Drew got licensed as a real estate agent. And all of a sudden, it took off. Our business skyrocketed on the real estate side. And then we, we realized a number of years later, Drew really, really wanted to act. And we had stepped away for almost a decade. And mm. he hadn't been doing it. I had done one commercial uh, in that time. And, and it was really, that was my true passion, acting and directing. And so I said to Jonathan, I want to go back and give that more of a shot. Mm. Um, well, we, and we had grown this real estate company. So in the meantime, I, I gave myself, what was it, like six months or, or six months to a year to go and really give that a shot. Um, well, he was overseeing some of the real estate aspects of what we were doing, and I started getting pitched as a host, as a real estate expert, instead of uh, pitched for acting auditions. And at first I was thinking, like, that seems lame. I want to be an action superstar, not a host. And then we talked about it, and we thought, no, for what we've grown and what we've done in real estate, this could really be the next sort of platform for us to be able to um, increase that breadth of our voice. Well, and, and, and back did. then, we never even thought about the doors that would open in having, you know, you know, we're in, if you think about it, we are in 18 million homes a month. And that, people get used to having our shows and it's, with all the chaos that's going on in the world, it's a, HGTV is a safe place, the whole family can watch, enjoy, be inspired. But then, we also hold that trust very close and so we create products with our Scott Living line for those families and that's a whole business that never would have happened if we were action superstars. Well, when we right. look back now to back, we've been doing the show 10 years, um, 
you know, it's, it's mind-blowing the amount of reach we've expanded. I mean, we air in over 160 countries. When we're overseas, I got married last year in Italy, and we're, right. we're in Italy on the bachelor party. A lot party. of your fans know all about that. Oh, right? yeah, they know all about mm -hmm. it. Well, Jonathan and my, yeah. and my brother JD, they took me on this bachelor party, this small little town of Lecce in the middle of nowhere. And while we're there, all of a sudden we hear these screams, and there were busloads of students that were doing a tour of a church close by, and they're all fans, and they're all yelling out, Fratelli Nafari, brothers mm -hmm. in business, because our uh -huh. show airs yeah. out there. And it just um, it blew my mind that we're in the middle of nowhere in Italy, and there were hundreds of kids that were following us through the streets because they were inspired and, and, and enjoyed watching our shows. I mean, like you said, though, growing up, or even you know when you were 18, there was no career path like this. Yeah. I mean, like, okay, I want to go be an HGTV reality TV show star about yeah. housing renovation category did not exist you no. guys created it I mean how did that actually I mean you kind of got there but how did you get to clicking with HGTV then? yeah so the funny thing is way back in the day I don't think people really got our show because the show it was a production company that originally approached us about doing a show about it actually they approached him first for a different show called Realtor <laughs> Idol obviously which was saw the true <laughs> talent it was the weirdest <laughs> idea anyway yeah. but um, eventually our show uh, came together and the network back then was like, well, two brothers, no, I don't get it. Like it's, we, we like the husband and wife combo or a male-female host combo. And so um, Drew being a little more feminine than I am, they mm, thought yes. this could work. Mm -hmm. And so they gave me a chance. <laughs> I see. And uh, anyway, no, it, it, it took off. Within three months, we were the number one show on the network. And that was in Canada, then in the U.S. and Australia. And now we're in over 160 countries. You never know what is going to hit. Uh, but the one thing we've stayed uh, tried and true to is the fact that we are committed to families. We are committed to giving our honest opinion. We, for example, we will never, you know, put a product in the show or highlight something in the show if we do not believe it is good for. Yeah. It's, it's all about the fam families. I mean, there are a lot of designers that do uh, design you know, with different purposes in mind or, or what's important to them. For us, it's always been about family and how family will function in a house. And I think that's really lended to the trust that people have, uh, brought the trust from, from people who watch our shows in what we suggest. I mean, there are other people who do these shows. There are other shows a little bit like what you do, right? Yeah, yeah. And, I, you know, what makes yours stand out then? Is well, it that? The one thing, I mean, I think one part of it is that Jonathan and I, you know, we, we take what we do seriously, helping families, but we don't take ourselves too seriously mm -hmm. and I think uh, you know there are some shows where people are they use very confusing design terms or, or high-level design terms and things that aren't relatable I think people see that we're very relatable and that we, we truly do care about the well-being of these families that we work with and the families we're inspiring around the globe uh, plus we have a lot more content Jonathan and I shoot we do f about 45 renovations a year for, for families so 45 wow. episodes of our shows whereas most talent they do up to 13 Mm -hmm. So it's uh, it's definitely gives. We have a new show plus some of the brother versus brother and and shows that we do. We have a new episode of our shows every week on HGTV. So when you say forty five different renovations, is that is that forty five different properties? Yeah, yeah. forty five yeah. different episodes. But how do you keep up? Uh, massive Big team. <laughs> so we shoot blocks of twenty at a time. So we're just wrapping up Vegas right now. It's been nice. This is the longest we've actually been home uh, in Vegas, four months. And uh, so I have eight full time crews running and. Um, you know, it's it's a well-oiled machine at this point, and the new series as well, Forever Home, is is open to everybody and anybody. So you know that we want people to realize that the biggest feedback we got was, well, in property realize you have to be buying a new house, but I love my home. It's just not my dream home. Like, but, so the new show we have opened it up 
Everybody and anybody, whether you've owned your home for six days or 60 years, you are yeah. eligible. Property you supply and you get picked? Yeah, well, we, we have thousands of people right, who sure. apply anytime yeah. we put out a casting notice. So we'll, we'll put a casting notice out on social. We also have locals and real estate agents locally that are out there sourcing uh, clients that could work for the show and getting interest. But Property Brothers Forever Home just gives so many more people the opportunity to work with us. Um, and I, I like that we... I like how we hop around the country, U.S. and Canada, actually, and the fact that we can work with so many different areas and so many different stories and backgrounds. So who pays for the renovation? Well, the homeowners pay for the reno. Yeah. That's one of the big misconceptions. Yeah. Some people apply and they're like, I want a free reno, but we've never said you get right. a free reno. <laughs> what we are really good at, though, is we stretch a budget. You know, we don't charge for our time, right. but we also, we, you know, we get certain, we might get flooring for free or appliances, and we just know how to stretch a budget, and we know where to spend to maximize the value and the enjoyment of a space. And, and get it done, you know, most people who take on a renovation, they, you know, now they take six months or more to get it done. We get it done right away. So the timelines on the shows are real. So if we're finishing the renovation in eight or nine weeks, we're finishing the renovation in eight or nine weeks. That For the show, we only generally do about three or four rooms, um, separate timeline and budget for other areas. But yeah, it's, it's, it's just something that we try and say to people, you have to understand, in order to create a great TV show, yes, it has to be entertaining, but we want everything authentic. We don't want to be making things up. We don't want people to say things just for television. It all has to be real in order for that to happen. That's why we find real people who really have their money on the line and they have stakes because we want it to be authentic. Well, and that's also, so many people say to us, you know, can you come and help us with our, with our house and help our family and are you coming to our city? And, you know, we can only be so many places at a time, but that's why we created Scott Living, our furniture and decor as a way to inspire people in their home. The same quality that they see on our shows, we're trying to show them that that is attainable for them. Uh, and Casaza, our design inspiration platform that we launched late last year, that's been an amazing outlet as well because that is, we have a whole community of designers that work with us and we're all curating these beautiful looks that are just painting that picture for what you can do. When people space. say, right. you guys I can only work with you to renovate, I'm like, no, there are so many other amazing, talented designers and contractors across the country who are as good if not better than we are at what we do and so that's why we think it's important to realize that it's not just what you see in a magazine or on tv there's right. professionals out there who uh, just do an amazing job so tell us about the business that you have scott brothers it's just yeah. you know give us the whole lay of the land yeah. of all the different things you're doing i mean we how have, big is it and all that we john said a big team but we have different aspects of what we do from the shows to our product line whatnot scott brothers global is our our parent company, right. but we have Scott Brothers Entertainment. We produce our shows. We're uh, one of the top producers for uh, HGTV. Um, we are the top producer, I think, for HGTV. Yeah. And we have other networks that we work with as well, especially in the Discovery family. And a lot of people think, too, oh, a couple of guys do home shows. But yeah, we do everything from cooking to social experiment. To, you know, we produce other talent. Nate Burkus and Jeremiah, we produce their shows. We mm. produce a lot of amazing talent. Um, and so, yeah, it's nice to see that on the Scott Living side, our, our product lines, um, that runs under Scott Brothers Global as well. Casaza, which we mentioned. Where are those, say, where are those products sold, for instance? Are they um, online? Over, are they in stores? Yeah, yeah. so we're just launching uh, the massive Kohl's program. So we, we're mm -hmm. going to be in every Kohl's store across the country. We're in Lowe's across the country. We Amazon, have Wayfair, Casaza. We, yeah. We're in also hun uh, 160 or no, hundreds of uh, furniture stores across the country too. So 1,400 furniture stores across the country, yeah. So mm -hmm. we have like uh, our furniture, our decor, everything. Um, strategically where it needs to be so that we can get in front of 
you know, people who are looking to shop. But, you know, the challenge too is sometimes people think, well, you know, you always have to just go in a store if you want to sit in a chair. Well, now a lot of people are buying digitally. They're buying online. Yep. And we the bought these chairs digitally, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, the it's companies that down. aren't adapting right. are, are the ones who are dying out. And so right. we're trying to bring a, a good balance because there is value in brick and mortar. There's value in having retail locations that are accessible for people to walk in. But then we also want to make sure that we're doing everything we can to show people that inspiration so they can buy yeah. online. Well, too. I mean, if you look at Lowe's, for example, we have a lot of amazing Scott Living products in store, but um, our volume for .com is, is even greater. It just yeah. gives more variety in colors and sizes and uh, certain sets that we have. But that's a, another reason, too, why we, we launched Casaza.com, because we want people to be able to have a hub for inspiration, see designers that they love and trust. Mm. The big thing for furniture and decor, as John was saying, is people buy online. I mean, that's obviously why... It, Amazon's so successful, people buy online. Right. When it comes to furniture and decor, they still want to feel it and touch it. The only way past that is if they trust who is giving yeah. them the information. And if they trust us and trust these other designers that we're working with on, on Casaza, it gets them past that fear of buying something large scale online. How big is this overall enterprise uh, in terms well, we, of revenue? Uh, well, last year we hit a half billion in retail sales wow. in Scott Living. And, and it's something for us that we've been constantly reinvesting back in into the business and listening. We get half a million messages a week each on social media from fans saying, here's what I love about the show, here's what I need at home, you know, can you help with this? And so we have a team who just analyzes all of that feedback from How many fans. people work for you right now? Uh, well, oh, Scuppers Global on its own is, uh, I think, a little over 40. And then we have, so for example, when we film in a, in a new city, we create about 150 jobs in that city while we're there. So there's a lot of contract employees from city to city that we yeah, go to. Our headquarters well. are, are uh, Nashville, Las Vegas, and then Toronto uh, for our production company. But it spreads out. I mean, we have a, a big team, and uh, you know, it's, ex it's exciting for us to always see the growth of what we're doing and, and these different brands. We have different passions out there, too. And we would never want to spread ourselves too thin, not being able to take on what we are taking on. But the way we have these amazing people on our team, we really do feel like a family. We work so well together. That's what's helped us grow to where we are. I mean, this seems like such an amazing success story. You must have had some speed bumps along the way. Well, there, oh, were, yeah. there were speed bumps. I mean, uh, you know, one, that initial one when our show was being pitched and people didn't see the, the value of the two, bro two brothers renovating, they just didn't think it would work for TV. And then it did click. Um, along the way, too, you know, we didn't own the Property Brothers IP. That was a production company that originally did the show with us, but we just recently bought the IP. So mm. now that's another part of our overarching brand, you know, growing Scott Living for our furniture and decor, but continuing with that legacy of Property Brothers. We're here at NASDAQ. You guys going to go public anytime soon? I'm sure the people back there. Well, you know, I, I keep, there's a guy over there in the corner like, that keeps on, going. Come on, baby. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Big money. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff coming up that, you know, we haven't even had the chance to announce yet. And it's very exciting for us. We're all with, we're laser focused on, you know, our goal and, and who our audience is, who our consumer is. But at the same time, we have a hell of a lot of fun. And I think that people really should as well. And that's what we've tried to convey. Um, you know, if you're creating your dream home, even if you're doing it yourself, you should love the process because this is the biggest investment that you'll ever have, but it's also the place where you're going to create all those memories and stuff. So we want people to have fun and hopefully what we do inspires them you know, oh, yeah. to accomplish At that. At the end of the day, we strongly believe, and I think it's the values our parents instilled in us, that we're on this planet to help others, to do things for others. If we were hoarding all the successes of our brands for ourselves, what's the point? And so I just really love that everything we do has opened up such a uh, bigger opportunity for us to voice what we're passionate about, and that's why we work with Habitat for Human uh, Humanity. We're Habitat Humanitarians. That's why we work with the WE organization. We've built abroad and all around the U.S. and Canada, and 
there's so many families that we can affect in a positive way, and at least if we can spread a little bit of that love, um, that's the biggest thing for us. The funniest thing is when people meet us, and they'll be like, you seem just like you are on the show. We're like, we're not pretending. We're not acting on the yeah, show. Like, we, the we literally part. just yeah. love what we do, and it, right. and it has you know been something I think that you know people need and people you know like to see. How'd you choose Las Vegas? So way back in the day, I you know was a budding pole dancer, and I thought, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, know. I uh, no, I uh, <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have gone. There, I'm a magician, <laughs> and so I had a lot of friends that lived there. But when uh -huh. the economy had collapsed back in, in 2007, 2008, um, I wasn't going to reinvest in Calgary at the time where we were, and I looked south of the border, and there was a lot of opportunity in Arizona, yeah. Nevada, Florida, and because I had friends in in Nevada and Vegas, um, it just made sense. And but also when we when we were having that that point where we had grown our real estate company, and then we were looking, I wanted to get back into acting and production and we started talking about hosting a little bit we actually were looking at what all our talents were and Jonathan at 16 he was ranked third best uh, illusionist in North America on the competitive circuit all right. which was pretty amazing he was really good he still is good so we I actually had to bring my I didn't bring my uh, it's pretty good. I can cans. see you got the skills still. He had right. a production company wanted uh -huh. to approach him about doing a show of him going after his dream of being a Las Vegas magician. Uh. So at the same time I started getting real estate pitches, he had that. And then mm. I'm kind of happy that it was the Property Brothers uh, franchise that ended up winning over. Well, I will admit there was also <laughs> a lure of winters in Vegas versus winters in Calgary because yes. in Calgary, oh my gosh, it yeah. gets cold. There's the stampede, but then there's, it's that's stampede. not true. But the, the funny thing is right. in 2008 yeah, when I moved right. there to Vegas, I got to Vegas, I'm like, thank goodness, the snow's behind me, the winter's behind me. The first week I was there was the worst snowstorm they'd had in, in 50 years. Yeah, it's cold and in so, the winter there, it yeah, can be, yeah. right? Anyway, so let's talk about the housing market and flipping houses and renovating houses. First of all, um, you did mention the downturn of 2008, 2009. So you, you just can't, I mean, people can't always just flip houses all day long. You have to look at the cycle, right? Yeah, right. well, that's exactly. I mean, there's there's some information out there. There are also a lot of people out there that um, like to think that they can predict exactly what's happening when they can't. I think the big thing uh, that if you're not over leveraging, you know, we work mainly with homeowners and, you know, they have their one big investment of their life, their home. But if they're not over leveraging to get into a new house, if the market's going up and down a little bit, well, you can protect yourself. You're only going to miss out if you're forced to sell. Right. Uh, so, I mean, that's a big part for a lot of these families. We always want to make sure that we're getting them into a house, we're adding the value by doing the renovation, but we're not strapping them month to month with what their payments are. And I think the people who are affected the worst when something like that happens are the people who react too late. Um, mm -hmm. There are a lot of people, if you are organized and you are keeping up on what's happening in the market and you're seeing indicators of what's going to happen, I think you can kind of play it a little, you can, you, you can play it a little safer, whereas uh, I think people all of a sudden freak out, they panic, they want to sell or, you know, or Anytime you make an excuse to buy a property, like, oh, well, maybe this isn't the best time, but I, I'm going to make it work, and you over-leverage, that's when you lose your shirt. Mm -hmm. So there were a lot of people that, that lost a lot of money. We were fortunate when the crash happened. Um, we, at that time, we only had like, one property left at that time. And well, that we was had property in Canada. Um, the U.S. was a little further along. Uh, well, that's when we started acquiring in, in the yeah, U.S. We didn't US. have anything in the U.S. at that point. But in Canada, we only had one property left that we owned, and so we took a hit on that. But otherwise, I, we know people who, they had been picking up all kinds of houses and they were the ones that lost out big because they didn't have any of their own equity and it was all loan. How many properties do you guys have now? Um, we don't have a ton a crazy of amount. rental yeah. anymore. Oh gosh, I don't even know, maybe a dozen of, of, of our own. Like we, we do a lot of flip. Uh, we have uh, new builds as well in Vegas right now. We're doing some high end. We have a dream, dream homes is a part of our uh, build side of our companies. And so we have, uh, 
some higher end homes and we're working with a lot of clients that are in that mid-range too. So right. like we said, for the shows alone, we do 45 houses right. a year and that takes up a lot of our, our team and our yeah. time. But I, I just love that range. There's so much opportunity for families to have the house that they never thought they could ever have. And, and we, we try to tell them too, it doesn't matter what time of year it is or what, um, you know, if the market's up or down, you can make a good investment at any time. You just have to be educated. And every city has uh, areas that are going to see a quick return, although bounce back quicker than other areas. Right. It's just a matter of assessing where that is. And I'll tell you more. what I think the next property we do is going to be. So yeah. like when we, when we filmed Property Builders at Home, that was building our home in Las Vegas or renovating the home in Las Vegas. The second one was a family friend's ranch where our family ranch was up mm -hmm. in the Rocky Mountains. The third one was Drew's Honeymoon House in LA, which mm -hmm. is exciting. We said, if we do another at home, we're going to buy a castle because we're Scottish. We're going to buy a castle and completely restore it. Game of oh, Thrones style. That's totally yeah. cool. I love You'd that. You'd be the first one to stay there. Oh, yes. Uh, really? <laughs> you, yeah. well, I, I don't know you which character. I, I Don't even tell me which character I would be. But I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm good with it. You I look know, like the Mother of Dragons. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the wheels are turning. <laughs> that sounds so cool. I mean, so, so let me ask you, besides Scotland, um, where are the opportunities? I mean, I know real estate, of course, is very local, but what are you seeing in the real estate business yeah. market right I, now? I mean, you're States? right. It, it's people always ask us where should we invest. The one thing yeah. we tell people is, if you're not a, a large development entity or someone who does a, lar a lot of real estate, if you're just looking for another house to invest in, don't go and invest across the country somewhere that you don't know. Invest in a market that you know because there are great areas in every city. For us, we've we really found you know where our headquarters are in Las Vegas and and uh, Nashville. Those are two of the most booming cities in the country right now. There's a lot of mm. growth, and so we've been investing there. And I think those are great great cities if you're in those cities. So yeah, I think Nashville's amazing, and I think too you have to look at something that's a little diversified because you know there are a lot of things that can impact the real estate game, and and you know whether it's political or whether it's economic. Um, right now, there's a lot of volatility, so you don't mm. know where things are going to go or what's going to happen. So seeing something that's diversified with uh, tourism, a an industry that's uh, or a market that's diversified with the tourism industry, is a very very safe way to go. And so we've loved Nashville, right? Um, Grand Ole Opry and all that. Hey, oh, you yeah. know yeah. the Opry. Well, the you guys are have a country music slant to your uh, oh, interests I as well. I mean, but that's what we grew up on a ranch and so our family we'd always sit around the campfire every weekend and just kind of like strum the guitar and sing and yeah. my dad used to sing uh, my dad not his dad yeah uh, used I'm to a sing too baby yeah so, professionally right. and he played the guitar before we were born <laughs> and so that was we, we released a couple of songs yeah. just for fun I, I wrote a song for my wife and and uh, last year and that that you know did quite well as well that song when we released it but for us that's just more of a passion thing on the side um, for uh, real estate I just really a big belief of ours is every family deserves to have a home they love. And it's always amazing to us to see uh, when we work with families on the shows, they never thought in a million years they could ever have that home that would have been their dream home. They never thought oh, they we could. Just, we just did a reveal yesterday right before we flew here. And that family said the same thing. They were just like, you know, they, they've looked at hundreds of houses over the years. They could never make a decision. And they cannot believe they're standing here now in their perfect home. Right. And that's the kind of, you know, I, I think that's the joy that, people could use in their lives today. Do you follow um, real hardcore business news like reading the Wall Street Journal and follow like the home building stocks like Lennar and Toll Brothers, know where interest rates are going because that affects the housing market and all that stuff? Yeah, I mean, it, it does in some sense. I, I don't dig in as deep as I'm sure you do or mm -hmm. a lot of the, the members of our team do. We just don't have the time. But that's why, I mean, we bring in uh, people as a part of our team that really know that aspect of, of the business and they can dig in for us. It just helps us spread ourselves out a little more. The one other thing I would say for families, though, if they're looking yeah. to invest more, um, if you're really checking your numbers and balancing out what, what you can afford 
and you get into something without over leveraging, it's great. There are a lot of, every city has the commercials for the get rich quick and come, come learn how to make your millions in real estate. The same way we did, we did when we were younger. There's so much misinformation out there or it's just sort of hard sales tactics. A lot of times that's not the best opportunity for you. Right. Just think slow and steady. If trying to get into a rental property or taking advantage of something, you know, Airbnb is a great opportunity for a lot of people. Right. Well, when we wrote our very first book, Dream Home, um, that was what, it, it wasn't like a how to build a shelf or how to design a, a table or something. Uh, Dream Home, it was all about the big picture questions to ask yourself when you're buying or selling or renovating. The, the questions that will save you thousands of dollars because a lot of people, they either don't have the information and they'll rush into something or they feel pressured to make a decision in real estate. This is the biggest investment you ever make in your life. And some people spend more time kicking the tires of a coffee maker they buy at Walmart. Like you got this, you need to step back and realize a lot of people are using their real estate investment as their retirement plan. You know, that maybe pensions are not going to be what they are, you right. know, when they go to retire. So it is so important for people to understand this is a huge thing. Take the time to make sure you have the right partners, the right, you know, financial institution, the right, you know, lawyer, everybody around you in order to set yourself up for success. Right, great stuff. Last question to you guys. This show is called The Influencers. How do you guys see using your influence on the world? Well, as I mentioned before, a big part for us, everything that we do is to help others. I mean, is to spread what we do and that confidence and that everyone deserves to have that beautiful home. So if we can influence people in a positive way by reinforcing certain decisions they're making, inspiring them with the curated looks that we do or with our shows or with Scott Living, even with Scott Living, we have what we call our 30-day our, uh, love it guarantee. Anything at Scott Living from any retailer that we sell at, you have 30 days. We don't care what the reason is. If you don't love it, we'll take care of that. Like they'll return no problem. And I think that's another part of us just being able to show people like we're here to inspire you. We want to make sure that you're happy in your home. Well, and taking it to a different realm as well. I love having a platform where I can talk to people about things that I think are important. And so I wrote a documentary on the energy market. Most people don't understand how energy works and the, the battle between the traditional fossil fuel utility model and the renewable energy model that's coming out. And it's it's about to come out right now and it's gonna blow people's minds. I don't think people realize everything that's happening behind the scenes and, and where we could be with the technology that exists. So it's a very exciting time that we're in, but I just hope people can stay informed. Well, we, and we love, you'll see it on our social media, we engage our fans continually and we mm -hmm. love, it, it's sort of that direct contact that we have to them. That's how we can shape our shows. If we see from fans feedback um, every week, they're sending us saying they love this about the show, they'd love to see this right away because we film 24 uh, or we, we film year round we'll change things in the show that are adapting to what we know people want to see we have you know we're working with storm Eight, who is uh, a monster in the in the game right. app space uh, we have a new game coming out and it's property brothers uh, home design that's another way just to sort of give fans what they're asking for so it's really is it that relationship with our fans is what has been a big part of the growth of our brand i think we inspire them and back in return, they inspire us. You guys are doing great. Congratulations on all your success. We'll be watching. It sounds like you've got a lot more opportunity ahead of you. The Property Brothers, Drew and Jonathan Scott, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you. Thanks, Andy. You've been watching The Influencers. I'm Andy Serwer. We'll see you next time.